Hello, movie nerds, and welcome back to Cinematic Sarcastic, the podcast that talks all things movies and television. I'm Natalie, and I'm your host. On this episode, we are going to talk about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I decided to give this one a two-episode run, the same as I did with Paper Girls, and was trying not to judge it fully just on that first episode. I will say that I don't think that my opinion changed too much from episode one to episode two. This is not a show for me, really. I don't think I'll continue to watch it, which is sort of unfortunate. I love Tatiana Maslany. She played in Orphan Black, and I absolutely loved her in that role. It was one of my favorite television series to watch. And that is kind of proof that you can have a very good, very popular female-led television show that doesn't have to like cram it down your throat that it's a female-led character. And I think She-Hulk kind of does exactly that and does it in not a great way. The only time that I found myself being excited about She-Hulk was that there happened to be a character that came on a million years ago when I was... Uh, growing up, there used to be this television show on called Perfect Strangers, and it was the characters Larry and Balky. And one of those characters, the actor who played Larry from the show Perfect Strangers, his name is Mark, he is the She-Hulk's father in this show. And I got so excited the second that I saw him because you cannot mistake him. But again, he's not hes not the main character. <laughs> he's not even a major character. I think he was on the television screen for a minute, a minute and a half. Like he's not on there often. And I, I would feel silly continuing to watch She-Hulk for a sub character <laughs> who isn't like going to be in it. The whole premise of the show is not about him. I found myself like really hoping that the actor that played Balky would like do a little cameo in the same episode and I could just giggle incessantly. But of course that's not going to happen because he, this is an entirely different role. Like he's not, it's not meant to be a part of uh perfect strangers at all. Um, But that's kind of sad. That sort of tells you exactly what the television show is when you get more excited about a small character and a role that he used to play than you are excited about the characters that you're watching currently. (laughs) Um, I will say I was kind of surprised by a few things in She-Hulk, namely the difference in CGI. I think that She-Hulk has spent a lot of their like marketing power behind this woman power, you know, strong female leads. And and if you don't like She-Hulk, you don't like women kind of um, just press junket that they seem to be on, which I find very interesting because I think that the CGI for Mark Ruffalo's Hulk was actually better 
than the CGI that they did for Tatiana's She-Hulk version. Like, it seemed like they put more time and more effort and subsequently then more money into making sure that Mark Ruffalo looked like the Hulk that everyone knew and loved while kind of making the She-Hulk look like a cartoon character. And it was a little bit jarring when you saw them both on screen at the same time, you know. I get that they're supposed to be completely separate characters and they, they are not going to obviously look the same, but it was just a little bit obvious to me that maybe the CGI had not been done by the same people, if that makes sense. And I don't know if it is the exact same team, but it almost seemed like maybe there was one team that was working on her CGI (laughs) and a completely different team that was working on, you know, Bruce Banner's CGI. And I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just sort of visually what it looks like. Um, And I will say I'm not... This is going to sound really bad, and it's going to make me feel bad. I'm not a fan of Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. I'm just not. I never have been. I, you know, sort of kind of bounced out of watching his versions of movies. I don't like watching him in, like, the Avenger films. I am one of those types of people that once I see a character played by someone, if I enjoy that that version of what they've done, it's really hard for me to, like break out of seeing that person as that character. So when Edward Norton played the Hulk, I very much loved his version of the Hulk. It was the version of the Hulk that I sort of envisioned, you know, it was like a stronger, you like it made more sense in terms of sort of what he had been through that he played that sort of role in that way, right? And I get that everyone... Uh, feels that Edward Norton is pretty difficult to work with. Uh, So I don't know if that is the reason for them deciding to change characters. And I know that this version of Bruce Banner played by Mark Ruffalo is meant to be like the nerd Hulk, you know, like the smart guy, scientist Hulk, as opposed to the badass sort of angry Hulk. Um, But I've just, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of Mark Ruffalo. You know, that makes me feel bad because I hate saying that about someone that I don't really know, but I don't, I don't tune in to watch the Hulk uh, for him, you know, and if Edward Norton were to come back and play the Hulk, you bet your bottom dollar I would tune in. It's the same for me with Batman. You know, Michael Keaton will just always be the best Batman to me. And I'm, I'm saying this in terms of like the Batmans that I grew up watching. (laughs) Lou Ferrigno is hands down the best Hulk, period, just period. Um, but the ones that I grew up with is like Michael Keaton as Batman and Jack Nicholson as the Joker. And it's hard for me to see other people play them. Not that we haven't had some great performances of actors that have done so, but none of them have quite measured up to like my first experience seeing that character. But either way, <laughs> I don't think that Mark Ruffalo would even be the top for me of the Hulk. You know, I would definitely put Edward Norton and Eric Bana before Mark Ruffalo. So he's not a draw for this show. And I I just, I don't know. I, I don't need a show to tell me that women are superior every second of an episode. You know, it's a little old. It gets old real quick. Because you know, contrary to popular belief nowadays, I guess, not every woman is a man-hater. And it's hard to sit and watch a show 
where that's sort of drilled into you all the time, I I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of my big um, gripe with Amazon's rings of power that I won't be tuning in for and I won't be doing episodes for because I don't need you to change what I love to match modern times or whatever we feel like is the most important political agenda right now. I don't tune into movies or television shows for that purpose. Uh, If I want a dose of the real world, I'll walk out my front door. What I want is something different than what I see outside. So She-Hulk was not a win for me. It's not terrible. I don't think it's awful. I just think it's pretty poorly written um, and seems sort of like I think a friend had mentioned to me that he thought that the She-Hulk felt like a 90s sitcom. And I was like, yeah, it does. But like a D-list 90s sitcom, not even like a good one, you know, like a Seinfeld or like a Friends. Like we're talking one of those ones that you would watch on an off season of good television shows or if nothing was was on that you wanted to watch and you were just bored, (laughs) then She-Hulk would be what you would tune in for. So unfortunately, I won't still be watching Larry from Perfect Strangers. Uh, There are just other things that I would rather watch than She-Hulk. So that's my take on it. Let me know what you guys thought of She-Hulk. Subscribe if you want to join the Movie Nerd family. And I hope to see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.